Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Thanks very much for having me, and thanks for covering this important topic. Absolutely. In the United States, 2% of the population is Jewish, but Vlad, anti-Semitism affects everyone. How so? That's absolutely true. Uh, Anti-Semitism, properly understood, is a broadly socially corrosive phenomenon. It's not something that only harms Jews. Uh, It actually is uh, harmful to many different communities and actually to the democratic nature of our very nation. Um, As a concrete example of this, uh, we know, for example, that uh, a number of the different uh, cases of mass murder that have been committed in our country by extremists over the last number of years, uh, those extremists were driven specifically by an anti-Semitic conspiracy theory known as the Great Replacement Theory. Um, but in a number of those cases, uh, other communities were actually targeted. The black community, the Latino and Hispanic community was targeted. Um, in Even internationally, we, we have incidents of Muslims being targeted by white supremacists who are acting uh, on, you know, driven by an anti-Semitic conspiracy theory. So it is something that is uh, broadly harmful to our nation and not only to the Jewish community. Let's talk about some of the statistics. And I found it interesting what you found not only about older generations, but about younger generations as well. Yeah, that's right. Well, one of the, I think, striking findings uh, here is that the gap between the older and younger generations uh, has closed. Uh, In past surveys, we found a significant uh, difference in the rates of belief in anti-Semitic tropes and conspiracy theories uh, between the younger and older uh, Americans. Uh, What we found in the survey is that that gap has almost entirely closed. Um, And that's quite disturbing uh, because uh, I think the the notion that future generations are, you know, less susceptible to this form of of bigotry um, gave us some hope, right, that we are moving into a positive direction. Um, I think the uh, this survey gives us pause and, and makes us reconsider that. Vlad, one thing I I want you to clarify for our listeners, you mentioned the term trope, um, meaning something figurative. Uh, Could you give us maybe an example, if you could, maybe one of the more tamer examples of of some of those tropes that um, young and old might believe in that, that are not true? Yeah, well, I mean, there's, you know, sort of classical notions of anti-Semitic conspiracy theory, the notion that uh, Jews are this shadowy, powerful group who uh, wield uh, almost supernatural powers. Uh, You know, we've heard that Jews control the government, control the global media, control the economy or the banking system. Um, So it's, it's those kinds of classical notions, along with uh, sort of uh, ideas that Jews are responsible for most of the world's wars um, and, and that sort of thing. 
Where is this coming from? Is the internet fueling this, Vlad? Well, um, you know, it's it's difficult to sort of pin down on on one factor. Um, I would say that uh, social media um, today is one of the most effective delivery methods for anti-Semitic uh, propaganda um, that we've ever seen uh, in history. Um, you know, I think that um, there is a way in which uh, social media sort of perpetuates these notions and, and helps to spread them. Um, you know, a few things that it has that are different from traditional me- media that I think facilitate uh, this is is um, the anonymity that it allows to to, uh, to people, um, the uh, ubiquity. Uh, and the immediacy, right? I mean, you can put something out there, and if you create a viral piece of content, uh, relatively cheaply, you can reach, uh, you know, hundreds of millions of people. Uh, before, in the past, that would take a Super Bowl ad-sized budget or even a state-sized budget, right? Um, but today, uh, people are able to spread those ideas relatively quickly, relatively cheaply, and easily. Talk about the intersection you see with anti-Semitism and then some anti-Israel sentiment. Yeah, well, so it's important to understand that anti-Semitism doesn't just target Jews as individuals. Uh, it targets Jews as a collective, um, and that can include Jewish institutions, including the Jewish state of Israel. And so sometimes you hear sort of classical ideas, uh, classical anti-Semitic ideas being projected onto the Jewish state um, and various kinds of conspiracy theories surround uh, some people's notions of, of what Israel is and, and what it does and what it stands for in the world. So uh, we do find a significant overlap between uh, sort of classical notions of anti-Semitic conspiracy theory um, and, uh, you know, certain kinds of anti-Israel uh, hostility. How can people educate themselves? I mean, how do you combat this? Yeah, well, I do think uh, education is one of those ways. Uh, And in fact, uh, surveys have shown, not only this survey, but past uh, surveys as well, have shown that there is an inverse correlation between uh, education and levels of anti-Semitism. In other words, the more educated you are, the less likely you are to hold anti-Semitic beliefs and as well as anti-Israel beliefs. Um, so education is key. Um, and I think the earlier we can start, uh, obviously in an age-appropriate way, um, but starting early is really important. So making sure that this is something that, uh, you know, is part of uh, learning in, in our uh, public schools, I think, is, is really, really important. For people that might be interested in looking at that study and, and other materials from the Anti-Defamation League, where can they go, Vlad? Yeah, uh, our website has uh, the full report. And by the way, this is just the first report based on this data set. We have uh, a number of forthcoming reports with uh, sort of focusing on different areas uh, that will be uh, coming out over the la- next few months. Um, uh, but people should go- head over to ADL.org. That's www.adl.org. And there they will find uh, not only this report, but many uh, different kinds of uh, pieces of research that we do, uh, not only at the Center for Anti-Semitism Research, we also have a number of other research uh, institutions at ADL, including the Center for Technology and Society and the Center on Extremism. Um, so there's a, just a wealth of, of knowledge. Um, additionally, for educational materials, um, there is a, an entire educational wing of ADL where we uh, make available for free on our website, curricula, study guides, lesson plans, uh, and so on. 
Vlad Heiken is the director of anti-Semitism programs at the ADL. We appreciate the time very much. Thanks for joining us on KMOX. Thank you very much. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 